Three shots, four part, I just do two, one pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into, start right, good line, good view, it drew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs up, up high. Right, on the Screws Podcast, presented by Wave Golf, wavegolfcompany.com. Bryce and Aaron wear the hats. You guys should do it as well. You guys see Lucas, our friends Lucas, Mac, Boucher, both wrapping the hats. Go over, check it out. Uh, Bryce, we, we got to talk. We got to talk a little bit about, uh, I don't know, man, this super league, this super golf league that's going on. We have an mm-hmm. unreal chat with Callum Davison coming up. Um, we're just going to kind of skim over a couple things here. So I'll drop a timestamp below if you're interested in just, uh, or if you're here just for the uh, the Callum chat, that'll be down there. Um just go down, hit the link or, or, uh, hit the timestamp and we'll get into it. But, uh, yeah, we had to hop on here quick. Like what is going on right now with like reports of like Bryson being offered $135 million. I came out today that Stenson and Poulter, I think both said $30 million. Like this is insane. We're like, you know, how, how is this not a no brainer? Yeah. Um, the only thing that I could think of is going to live out there full time. But other than that, I think guys are nuts for not going. I mean, they offered yeah, Bryson yeah. $150 million. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Why it's would crazy. you, I would like you, we were talking about earlier. I'd take that and fly straight there. I'd be there just, in a the day. Yeah. Just for context. So Tiger Woods made 121 million in his career. So obviously that's a little ways back and you know, Bryson, all projections would say he'd probably make somewhere between a third or half of that in his career. Like you, you win a FedEx and it, like it really jumps you mm-hmm. up. Right. Especially now $15 million purse and stuff. But like, I don't know, man, how do you not take that guaranteed money and run for it? Like, it's pretty interesting. Some of the comments that Phil's making, like pretty much yeah. that the PGA tour owns their content. I had a chat with a buddy of mine the other day about how, you know, they fully like, I don't know. They just close off all doors to them being able to reuse any of their content. But, um, yeah, but, uh, the Saudi league, we got to, uh, we got to talk about HV3. One of my guys, man, I love HV3 picking up his, uh, yeah. Second, um, uh, I know he's won on the Asian tour, but back in 2016, I know he won the Australian PGA championship, um, Mm -hmm. has not won on the PGA tour yet. And, um, the fourth or third player, this tournament's been around three years, third player to win. DJ's got two Graham McDowell's got the other one, which is, uh, pretty insane man million bucks that's a big payday that's all right yeah for sure and uh it wasn't a walk in the park i mean there were some pretty big names in this field i mean it wasn't uh it wasn't an easy win for him that's for sure so uh he, he must have played really well i didn't get to watch it at all but no well uh, he uh you know he beat bubba right like bubba was going mm-hmm. in going into 18 with one stroke uh lead and um you know if you've been on social media you've checked it out you know, we, we talk about it. We've had some caddies on in the past. We talk about that partnership and, uh, you know, it was just like such a nice putt, like mm. everything, everything about that course was like so clean. Right. So everything was like maintained. Well, you know, kind of like our friends over at manscaped 20% off manscaped.com go over, use the code OTS golf at checkout 20% off plus free shipping. You'll look just as good as the course did over there, but, uh, and you'll roll putts in like Harold Varner third, rolling them in from 92 feet. Disclaimer, I don't know if that'll actually happen or not, but you can do your best. I might have to go grab my uh, my lawnmower to help me out on the on the greens. So. It's uh it was crazy though, right? So um, you know, we talked about partnership. We've had Billy Spencer on in the past, um, you know, caddy for Sung Jay and kind of talking about ultimately it's the the player's choice. And that's what uh that's what HV3 said. Like it was 
his choice to to putt it. He felt more confident in that. It was like obviously the course is mint, right? So mm-hmm. I think it was obviously the right choice and uh, rolled it in. And one of the coolest things was like you see him run over and uh, he jumps on his caddy. Huge celebration. Priceless. Priceless, yeah, it was man. awesome, man. What they didn't get to show because things kind of panned out was like how excited Bubba was, right? Bubba just lost. I don't want to say Bubba lost a million bucks. Like Bubba's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're good buddies, right? Like they're good friends. Bubba's got a couple green jackets, like to see one of your good buddies kind of come through and win a big tournament like that. Cause like it's sort of that tournament that is not on tour. It's not on the European tour, but it kind of stands out as one of those one that's it's kind of getting a bit mm-hmm. of credibility. It's only four years in. Yeah. Like I said, Graham McDowell's won one, DJ's won the other two, and now uh HV three, right? So Pretty pretty awesome, man. But uh, it's just one of those uh, good feel good moments for them, though. Eh? Just to see, it kind of warms your heart a little. Just to see that these guys do care about each other, even though they're they're battling every day in and out. And but they uh, they're all friends for the most part, and you yeah. like to see them uh, supporting each other like that. But uh, like you were saying, Bubba, I don't think he's hurting. I mean, the purse was insane for this. He still made five hundred twenty five thousand off that coming in second. So yeah. He's doing all right. Yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah, you lose four seventy. Well, I don't want to say you lose four seventy five because I think everybody's expecting them to go into a playoff. Or that's three putt. That's four putt territory for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's at least four putt territory for most people. But uh, yeah, pretty um, pretty unreal. Pretty unreal. You want to add anything, Bryce? We got to get in this episode with uh, or this chat with Callum because it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, PGA Tour Canada Player of the Year, cross handed golfer, mm-hmm. uh, left hand grip, right hand swing. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, man. We got uh, kind of chatting about a little bit of everything. So if uh, if you're okay with it, just want to do a quick uh, shout out to our patrons, Brian, Matt, and Carly. Thank you for supporting us over at uh, over on our patron site. You can catch that in our link in our bio over at OTS Golf on Instagram. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, here's our chat with Callum Davison, PGA Tour player, PGA Tour Canada Player of the Year. Um, Callum Davison, PGA Tour Canada Player of the Year. Callum, how are you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, um, I'm doing great. Um, yeah. Really appreciate you coming on. We chatted a little bit of hockey now and stuff just in the background there. So we got all that stuff away. We might as well talk about some golf now, right? But uh, Bryce is here with us. Bryce, how's things? Uh, good. Yeah, keep me up tonight with the time change. I got to work tomorrow, but we'll we'll get through it. Yeah, so Callum's a little bit of a different time zone than us. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's nice that we can, uh, can catch you this late. And... Um, Let's just hop into it, Cal. Maybe you can uh, let anybody listening, any of our viewers know who you are. Kind of, even if you start with what got in the game, and then as we go through the chat, we can kind of uh, we can kind of just catch up to where we are now. Okay, yeah. So I'm um, from Vancouver. Um, originally, was born there. Uh, I live on Vancouver Island. Um, been playing since I was like three or four. Um, picked up the club cross-handed, um, and just ever since, kind of played that way. It was always pretty good at one provincials uh for phantom provincials when i was uh 12 for 14 under um and that kind of like kind of ensured me that oh okay maybe i can actually do this you know and play cross-handed of course so mm-hmm. um and then i got my first golf coach when uh, i was 14 and um a couple of years later tried to change me um and just i wasn't having it so uh, i had to change i had to jump ship and, and change to another golf coach and uh, since then, I think I've been with him for the last, uh, I don't know, six years and he's been great. So, uh, 
yeah, Chris Walkie, he's, he's been awesome. That's awesome. I was just, uh, when we were kind of chatting there, we, we got the time set up and I was looking through the, uh, the bio on, uh, on your page there and picking up a plastic club when you were three playing cross ended and then kind of staying ever since I, lo- I like, I love it. And obviously, you know, like I said, <laughs> off the hop there, you're the, uh, you know, you won the PGA tour Canada order of merit this year, which is pretty amazing. I can confidently say that's probably never been done before with a cross handed player. Um, so just anybody who's maybe listening in their car, not over on the YouTube channel, not that we can really show it over on, uh, over on YouTube, but so you are a right-handed player, left hand grip, correct? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, left hand grip on a right-handed club, basically okay. uh, interlock. So same thing, but my hands just backwards. Okay. So Bryce is a righty. I'm a lefty. We might have to, uh, we got to get a match. Right? <laughs> yeah, just somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, we'll... two versus him, righty lefty combo versus the righty lefty <laughs> golfer. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, we'll, we're going to need a little bit of like, you know, a couple of strokes as well, but yeah, uh, we'll get nine, <laughs> nine aside. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. You'll have to give us a few, but, uh, that's cool. Cause I know, um, I, we haven't picked a date when this one's going to go out. Cause I know we, uh, we grabbed yet a, a kind of a, you know, quick time in between playing some of your rounds and some of your practice. So we'll, uh, we'll get this up but um in a couple of weeks which will be middle of february i'm going out to vancouver island be my first time out there so if you've got any uh, any spots for me to check out i definitely uh i'll take any of them i'm gonna be playing at bear mountain quite a bit and i think highland pacific is that another one out there uh, pacific. Yeah, yeah 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 the only so. other one Cradle bay is really good in the winter uh, okay yeah. okay yeah I'll and check uh it out. And if you can get out to Victoria Golf Club, I mean that's always a yeah. I'm I'm starting to beg I'm starting to beg some people and whatnot and uh, yeah, and you, see you do it, yeah. see if I can it's find a way. It. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, I've heard it's the Pebble Beach of uh, of Canada, right? So, sorry, Bryce, go yeah. ahead, man. If I'm uh, if I'm cutting you off, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, we were just talking earlier how you're in Palm Springs right now. That's correct. Yeah. So is yeah. this kind of your off season? Um, yes. Yeah, so from between. I kind of, our season ended, I think it was the first week of October. Um, I usually take the end of October. So, I mean, I took three, three weeks off and then, um, started November. Um, I came down to Palm Springs, um, and I just, I spend my off season. I have a trainer coach here. Um, my brother lives here full time. Um, so luckily I have a place to stay. Um, so that's, that's been great. Um, yeah, I'm a member at the Palms golf club, um, in La Quinta. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they have everything I need, the great facilities and uh, good golf course. So, so yeah. like, mm-hmm. like we mentioned off the hop, um, you won the PGA Tour Canada Player of the Year. So we had actually Scott Pritchard on a couple weeks ago. So he in length kind yeah. of, yeah, he kind of explained um, the process of, it was a bit of a different year with the Forum Tour, PGA Tour Canada and, and sure. uh, your qualifications. So you get your PGA Tour Canada card for the full season, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I have every single event. Um, don't have to worry about the shuffle or qualifying or anything like that. So um, right, it's nice to just have a full schedule ahead. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah. So if anybody, you know, if you're listening right now and uh, you kind of want to hear an in-depth explanation of how the Q school goes, uh, which Callum will, will not have to go through, go back a couple of weeks, listen to Scott Pritchard's, uh, interview. Cause it was pretty cool. And, um, just kind of seeing how some players kind of navigate that all together. And I feel like you being able to, 
I don't want to say bypass that, but obviously you're going to be doing a lot of practicing and stuff. It's got to be a big, big convenience for you to, uh, you know, to be able to just kind of roll into the season. And, and do you do anything kind of get your feet wet, uh, Callum, before you hop in? Like, are you, are you playing any events down there right now? Yeah. So I haven't played since the last event on Kenzie tour and any like official tournament or anything, but, um, I, I leave tomorrow to, um, Scottsdale and I'm going to be playing in prequel, um, for the waste management. Um, which I usually do every year. I usually do the San Diego one. So I kind of just hit the West coast swing, um, the ones that I can play. Um, fortunately I was in Hawaii. Well, not unfortunately I was in Hawaii. <laughs> um, so, uh, I was enjoying my time there, but, um, so I missed the San Diego one and a couple others, but, uh, yeah, I'll try for this. And, um, then I play in a couple mini tour events, just locally, um, either usually in Arizona or, um, LA area. Um, so yeah, I'll play in a couple in there and, Bryce and I are just buried. Well, I don't know about Bryce, but I'm buried under like 16 inches of snow up here where I am. <laughs> I, I'm only like, so to give you a good, uh, I guess, demographic, I'm like, I don't know, an hour east of TPC, Osprey Valley. So, okay. so uh, yeah, that's the hearing somebody say, unfortunately, I was in Hawaii right now is, uh, that's, that's pretty funny to hear, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, everything's going okay though. It's been, uh, you know, practice is kind of where you want it to be. Everything's doing yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. Everything's been pretty good. Um, I feel like uh, I was, you know, I hit a couple things that I need to figure out after last season. Last season was a good season uh, or ended very well, um, but I, I struggled earlier on um, on the form tour, um, as you were talking about before, form in, in McKenzie. So um, last year was a very weird season for me. Um, I felt off the tee. Um, driver three wood was very shaky, um, and that kind of, basically decided how the week was going to go. Right. Um, and so I was at a 47 inch driver, um, at the start of the year. So like an inch and a half over length. Um, and now the cutoff is 46 inches. So now I'm at 46 inches. Um, but I did go to 46 inches midsummer, um, of last year and, and, and kind of, that's actually when I started playing good golf from the McKenzie tour there and, uh, kind of tidied some things up. So yeah, three wooden driver feels a lot better. It was, those were the kind of the keys were, looking for. Were you struggling with the 47, kind of keeping it in play or no? Yeah. So I, it was yeah. great. Like, I don't know, three this months in, I tinkered with it a bunch. Yeah. I, I was kill, I was hitting it pretty good. And then uh-huh. I, I started getting to like our first event on the forum tour was in, um, I think it was Georgia. And uh, it was, you know, pine tree lined and, and whatnot and it was kind of tight and there's some holes where you know you had to step up and hit it like you didn't really have a choice and and i never in palm springs desert golf um it's pretty wide open and there's you can not, get away with those misses you right? can get away with it you yeah. know 30 yard miss it's not going to kill you usually so yeah, yeah. now yeah. I, I, sorry bryce uh, Go, oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Cause I wanted to go back to the 21, uh, 2021 season. So go ahead. Bryce. Yeah. Go ahead. I just want to quickly touch on the reason I asked that was cause I was playing a 46 inch driver and I actually went all the way down to 44, which was a big difference, but I don't miss a fairway now. And I literally couldn't keep a ball on the face okay. of the earth when I was hitting that long with driver. <laughs> That's just the only reason I was asking. I just want yeah, to see if, yeah, if you still- related to that too. I still have a 46 inch driver in the bag. I don't find that too. Cause it's only like half an inch over. I mean, what Taylor made, uh, their stock drivers like 45 and a half or whatever. So, yeah. Now one of the, yeah, you'd also beat me by third. So. 
Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, Callum, because one of the things that we we had uh, Ryan Hawley, so he is um, from the Get Right Golf uh, Training Center. So I'm not sure if you know him. He's out that way. He's out your way, uh, like out west, okay. Western Canada, anyway. So he is um, one of the only uh, one of the only I guess clinic spots that have the swing catalyst, like the pressure mapping, right? So I asked yep, him. Okay. Um, he had seen you at an event. I think he came up and said he had introduced himself, but you, you guys didn't have a, a chance to really connect. But I asked him like, how with you being cross-handed would that sort of translate? now do you, do you notice anything? Like, do you look at your stats? Do you kind of go into like, look at your pressure mapping and stuff like that? Does it kind of ball speed, all that kind of stuff? Like you're talking about length off the tee, trying to like straighten things out. Do you? How do you mm-hmm. sort of navigate that? Like, it must be like a little bit different being cross-handed, right? Um, yes and no. I mean, you know, you got to get your you know face square at impact at the end of the day. It's, right. It's, um, so yeah, it's a slightly different. I have my tendencies because I'm cross-handed. The other hand's on the other side, so it's I kind of get stuck. Is kind of my tendency and lose it out to the right on the downswing. Um, but yeah, no. We, I, <laughs> I'm very a uh, feel player. I mean, I kind of have to be on cross-handed. Yeah. So I'm not very technical. I don't go into the pressure mat. Like I've been on the pressure mat and everything. And the guy's like, Oh, you know, you do a great job with your lower body and, and, and your pressure and shift and whatnot. And, um, so I haven't really had to, I don't really go on to fine detail. Me and my coach keep it pretty simple. Um, yeah, but there's just, you know, certain little things here and there, like right now I'm working on, um, if you look at videos, um, I'm not working on it, but we're slowly trying to trend to get away with it from it because my timing, um, I have a slight pause, um, I don't know, a quarter of the way back. Well, hopefully by next summer shouldn't be there. Um, it might be there a little bit, but not as exaggerated as it is. So Mm-hmm. I, I noticed that it was almost like a little like initial pump kind of, right? Like I, I was looking at, uh, I can't remember what course you were at, but it was a par three, obviously beautiful view. And you had like, <laughs> you, you kind of took it back a little bit and it was like, it was almost like a little bit of a pump. And then you, and then you started from there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the one thing I noticed, and I am by no means a swing expert, but I am infatuated with golf, watch way too much golf <laughs> is like, you've got a very efficient move. Like it's v- shallows out like really well. And like, it's fast, like it's very fast. And I, don't know how to comprehend how you do what you do. And I'm not the only, I know I'm not the only person. So, but um, yeah. So that pump came from me doing a drill and it just got stuck. Like it, <laughs> I ingrained it in on the range and it just stayed. Was yeah. it? Uh, I didn't have that like three years ago, but yeah. Was it uh, Hovland? Bryce, you might know. I think you and I talked about it. who did it at the top. Who did, who did it up top? Well, Hideki has it obviously, it's, but Hovland. Used to pause, yeah. Yeah, Hovland like a pump. Slightly has like a hitch, yeah. No, but he like okay. actually worked a pump in up top, which was a, we're off topic here, but it was like the strangest <laughs> thing. He got up top and like rocked a little bit. It's, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but uh, mm-hmm. I did, I did want to go back to 2021 Callum. Um, obviously, you know, one incredible season, couple wins, uh, won the Brunel, uh, Brudenel, um, hopefully I'm saying that right, Brudenel out in PI and, uh, <laughs> BC, right? You want BC? Yeah, the one in Kelowna there. Um, right, okay. The BC championship or something. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of watching the interview at the end, and, you know, obviously it's an emotional interview for you. Like, you had just found out that you were going to be playing a pretty, yeah. pretty serious event this year, so we can uh, we can get into that a little bit after. But um, 
yeah, you said it was a bit of a roller coaster year. So, um, do you attest that to just kind of like what you meant with the the three wooden driver? Like, was it just based on like struggles with the club, or or like I know yeah. you, mentioned you and your dad were kind yeah. of uh, doing the trek in the RV and stuff? Like, I've heard from quite a few guys that the you know the life is it's a grind, right? So um, it is, yeah. Just golf yeah, related, so everything okay? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you were able to work it out. Yeah, I, I so I started the season like kind on a high. I, I won form tour Q school um, over in Seattle, and then kind of just continued driving across the country. Um, so, but my driver was terrible in that. But the uh, the home course is wide open, so you can do that. So all the guys that are playing in that, <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to hit it straight there at all. But, um, so, uh, yeah, so that was an issue. I kind of felt like it was a bit of an issue, but the rest of my game was pretty good, which was nice. Um, so I kind of just had to figure out one thing. Um, and I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. And then I had back issues, had to withdraw from the second event on the forum tour, missed a bunch of cuts. Um, and then actually my last event I played on the forum tour, um, kind of, that was like a big week for me because, I went to a shorter driver, different driver, and it felt a lot better. And my game kind of clicked. I just didn't make any pots. Um, and then I went up to PEI and, uh, the re I had a positive attitude because basically to me, the season restarted, um, those events, I'm on a different tour now, you know, I kind of, those events don't matter anymore. Um, kind of had to try to think that way at least. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I had a positive week the first week. I was in contention. I think I was tied for the lead after, I don't know, like the sixth hole in the final round. Um, and then I ended up four putting um, from, uh, I don't know, 20 feet. <laughs> so that was pretty devastating. But uh, yeah, then I jumped back the next week and, and, and I knew I was hitting it good. And, and I knew my game was able to uh, to get a win if if I could put everything together. So and I did that. So Nice at, uh, at Brunel, right? And then obviously... Uh, you had a couple yeah. like pretty nice starts and then like we mentioned the the win out in BC. How's the uh how do you roll it, uh Callum? Like do you roll it with the cross hand? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cross handed. Everything's cross handed. So yeah. like, that's a bit more normal. Like I know Bryce, you've kind of experimented <laughs> with every putting grip possible. So <laughs> and every putter. Yeah, yeah. So uh I I just wanted to ask you, I, I just had a thought here, Callum. So before we uh before we move on, number sixteen, waste management. If you um if we were, if you're kind of up on that T block, you're, you know, cross-handed player and it's kind of obviously like the most electrical in golf. Right. So uh, how do you, like, have you encountered anything like that? Like I, I was out, luckily I was able to, uh, caddy this year at the PGA tour Osprey Valley event, which was really cool. So how do you, um, as a professional athlete, how do you go ahead and you block that kind of stuff out? Like you must hear it from a lot of people like, you know, Oh, that guy's like, you know, swings. I think over the years, like. I mean, I turned professional in 2018. I, I went over to Europe and played over there. And, um, but even before that, like junior golf, like, you know, um, you'd always have people stop and watch, ask questions. I mean, every single round I play golf with, with guys, you know, you get group with different guys, basically every event, I get questions about it. So I'm pretty, pretty used to it. Um, I kind of just now just, you know, just do my own thing. Um, not too really worried about, what anyone really thinks um it's just how i i get it around so well you can't be too worried right because it's working i mean it, you know, it, it works it, it looks different but at the end of the day you know it doesn't really matter how you do it right so 
Yeah, yeah people can say whatever they want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you could, uh, yeah, you could be traveling around making some uh, some pretty good cash off some of these guys and some of these cash games. Yeah. Going on some of these clubs, <laughs> just go up there on the range with the with the cross hand, just yeah. put a couple off the hosel, and then uh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You just shake a couple, and yeah. then you just wreck into it. Exactly. <laughs> love it. Love it. Hey, uh, buddy, I'll play a cross handed today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be yeah, amazing. I, I think uh, it was great when I first came to Colorado Springs because no one knew me at the club. Oh yeah. So I made some a couple bucks, you know, doing that. But uh, after you know a couple of weeks, it, it ended. So yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure at that point they're like, uh, stop it, or we're revoking your membership." Yeah, I want to get it right. So love it. Uh, can, can we hop into the uh, the upcoming season a little bit? Can we chat about it? Yeah, maybe. Uh, just um, you know what? Let me let me go back to that point. Um, end of the uh, final event, PGA Tour Canada, obviously Player of the Year, and. Um, you guys are going through it and then they let you know you're playing in the Canadian open. So yeah, like I'm not a pro golfer, Bryce, not a pro <laughs> golfer. You know, I would love to be a pro golfer, but that would still be an absolute dream of mine as I'm sure it is yours. Um, yeah. obviously pretty emotional interview or, you know, you're kind yeah. of, you're kind of being told that what was that moment like for you? Like how, how, how do you digest something like that? It was a cool, it was a special moment just because I was like in my hometown when it happened. Uh, Uplands is about 45 minutes from my house. So um, I had a lot of friends and family there. Um, so that made it more emotional. And then I had my um, head professional um, over on at Couching Golf Club, um, Norm Jackson, which is mean, he's like the closest to family I have um, and supported me through since I've been like four years old. And so that was his first time uh, watching me in a golf tournament, um, like a serious tournament, I guess. And uh, so, yeah, it, I, I ended up, I don't know what I shot the last day, but I played pretty well in front of him. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, and then just to have him there when I heard I was playing in the Canadian Open and he's actually going to come uh, with us and, and come to Toronto and, and uh, join me. So, nice. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that made it really emotional. Yes, it's my first PGA Tour start, which is super cool, and hopefully there's going to be a lot to come. But uh, that was kind of the, the thing that made it really emotional. So. Yeah, no, no doubt. Like, I, I don't know, like Bryce has been able to play, uh, you know, like semi-professional hockey and stuff. And, and I've just, you know, in that moment, it would be, it'd be, I don't know, something that'll be with you for the rest of your life. Right. Like that's, that's, that's pretty cool. You've worked so hard to kind of get to that, uh, to that level. So I know I definitely will be there. Um, like we were chatting kind of before Billy Spencer, he's on the bag with Sung Jay. So, um, you know, we said that. I'm hoping Bryce can make it up. Uh, we said that I guess the third weekend in June, we're going to try and meet up with him, kind of catch up and uh, maybe, maybe nice. try and do a pod while we're there or something. So I'll definitely come introduce myself if I see you and uh, sure. yeah, I won't bother you if you're, you know, if you're in the <laughs> grind and whatnot, but I'll, uh, I'll find a time to come say hello. That's uh that's gonna be good. And I think it's going to be a very, very electric event. Uh, I, yeah. People are last like, year they didn't have it, right? Two it years, year? two years, two now. years, last two years. Yeah, so, so I mean, people are going to be excited about it. And it's in Toronto. Is it at Hamilton again? Uh, it's at uh, uh, no, St. George. Um, St. George. Okay. Yeah, so people are uh, people are just dying to have that event, and I think uh, I think it'll be just a really, really cool thing for Canadian golf and, and we deserve it, man. It's been a long couple of years, right? So. All right. So 2021 season coming up, Callum. Um, we were just talking a little bit about the, uh, you know, obviously getting that start first PGA tour start, um, at the, uh, Canadian open. So what else, what else you got on deck for this year? Um, you know, back on, uh, well, PGA tour Canada this season. 
Yeah, yeah. So play that schedule. We obviously haven't. They haven't announced the whole schedule. They just announced the uh, event in Victoria. Um, so yeah, have that. And then before those, I have only thing really that's like bigger for me is um, two Monday qualifiers for um, Corn Ferry Tour in Louisiana. Um, they're back to back. I think they're in March. Um, so th- that's kind of what I'm kind of gearing up for. Those are kind of the two two bigger instead of mini tour events. Um, and then after that, we'll see, see what else I can play in. But, yeah. Have you played any, uh, corn fairy tour events yet? No, I haven't played in any, um, I haven't really tried really, honestly, I've only yeah. tried for one or two. So, uh, I, yeah, we've, t- we've chatted with a couple of guys now who've played uh corn tour, uh, corn fairy tour events and, you know, some of the qualifiers and stuff. And, and, uh, it's, it's intense, man. Like some of the, you know, yeah. you would know it's no, you know, it's, it's no different. It's the same, uh, competitive circuit as anywhere else that you're playing golf and you want to play your best, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of sure. cool. It's kind of cool to see how those guys get around and, uh, yeah, just how intense yeah. it can get really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's a grind. I mean, the two I've, one of them, I think I shot like 700 and get in, uh, you had to shoot like nine. It was a really easy golf course, but I mean, it's just like, really, you have to shoot nine under par. <laughs> I, I heard yeah. that, uh, last week, um, like Luke list just won there last week uh, over Will Zalatoris. So if we're putting this out, uh, in a couple of weeks, just so everybody's aware of what event I'm, uh, I'm talking about there, but, um, uh, yeah, it was, uh, 63 was the cutoff 62 qualified 63 did not. So like, that's, that's, okay. that's pretty low to get in, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's all dependent on the course, how it's playing and stuff like that too. Right. Exactly. So you never yeah. really know. And if it's, uh, you know, if it's playable, some of these guys can go pretty low. Right. So, um, hmm. you want to take us sure. to the bag, uh, Bryce, what do you think you want to, uh, you want to chat some gear? Yeah, I do. I'm always down to chat gear. I think I know. everyone knows that by now. Um, I think we were talking to you earlier, Callum. You said you weren't huge into it, but you know enough to kind of go through your bag and kind of let us know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, start with the driver, uh, TSI 4, um, so the smaller head mm-hmm. um, with a Ventus blue shaft in it. Um, yeah, 46 inches, so a little longer. Um, mm-hmm. And then the 3-wood, uh, TSI 3, um, same Ventus blue shaft. And then I have a hybrid, um, I don't know what TSI, I think it's TSI two, the hybrid, um, and, uh, same shaft, um, and all three, eh? Pardon me? Same shaft and all the woods. Yeah. Same shaft and all the woods. Um, and I have a driving iron that switches in and out with the hybrid. Usually the driving irons in, um, the hybrid's kind of a new thing for me. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of hybrids, but, uh, me like too, it. man. So, I, I struggle. A little, I struggle a little bit the hybrid. Like I've always been a. I've always been an iron player. So, it's it's tough to yeah. work it. It's tough to work it in. It's sitting over in their spare bag right now, and I've got a few to uh, three irons mm-hmm. that kind of rotate in and out of the bag as they do. It, it was so sad in Kelowna when I won that event. I didn't even have a three wood because it broke on the range. The the face caved, and so I literally had driver three irons. <laughs> it was like. I, you probably guys have never played Gallagher's Canyon, but I, I, every hole was like, I was hitting three iron off like every day. So it was pretty funny, but uh, that was way back. I was a little way back compared to most guys. So can you hit, are you confident with that club though? Like yeah, it's like my favorite club and it's, I, it's like the seven ninety head three iron head. That's like down to like a yeah. two and a half iron. Yeah, and yeah. I've had the shaft for like four or five years. It has a huge nick in it. I fill it with uh, <laughs> uh, nail polish every once in a while, so yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, dude. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And what, then, uh, uh, yeah, what, uh, what irons are you playing? Yeah, so I'm playing um, Gen 1 um, uh, 0311 T's. Um, this is my, my fifth set. And then I have uh, the Elevate shafts in them. Um, yeah, I've seen, I, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. How about the yeah. wedges? Wedges are you playing? Yeah, so I'm playing the Cleveland like tour wedges or whatever. I, I can't remember. They're like the uh, zip, cores, those zip cores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're great. Uh, I've always been a Cleveland fan. I I used to use them when I was younger, and then they kind of went away from their original design, but now they're kind of back. Um, so yeah, I really like them. So. Yeah, I was always uh, playing Cleveland when I was younger. I like I'm a Strixon guy now uh, with the irons in my bag, and Cleveland's are. Uh, they're beautiful, man. I went to Vokies. I'm playing Haywoods. Like, I don't know if you know Joshua Haywood out that way. And, uh, like he's out in BC. So I've been playing a little bit of those. So I, I swap out the wedges, uh, pretty consistently, but, uh, those zip cores, Mikey Bryce, he loves those like Mike from TXG. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They just, they're clean and like, they get I heard the, the shape of them is good. money. The, the shape is unreal. And they, yeah. like, they zip more than Vokies or, yeah. The red wedges or whatever they're, they're great so yeah i've got this uh, no before uh, we hop uh, before no. well, we got to talk putters man you know we have yeah, to well, I, was gonna, I was just gonna say well, get, you take the putters, so. I, i've got one of these like og like not um like usga conformed uh haywood wedges like it's like a 52 i don't i just kind of snap it out and i just like it's got grooves that go up down sideways oh my god like anything like 70 yards out, you can just rip the ball back with that thing. It's pretty amazing. But uh, I'm a big putter guy. I uh, I roll the rock fairly well. So it's the mm-hmm. only thing at times that keeps my game together. But uh, what, are you, what are you rolling now, Callum? So I just actually changed the last like three weeks. Um, I'm some PXG putter. I don't actually know. I think it's like called the gunboat or something. It's a center shafted one. It's the only one that PXG makes. Uh, it's center shafted a mallet. It, a, um, it is a mallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mallet. Yeah, it's, it looks honestly like a clean version of a spider. Yeah, like, I used to. I know. It, it looks like. Yeah, the last like last year I was playing with a spider that was center shafted. I think um, yeah. not like the newest one, but the yeah, and uh, yeah, no, the the PXG just feels a little bit better off the face. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that for now and, and see how it goes. But nice. Okay, yeah. ball. What are you? Uh, what are you rolling? Yeah, so I just changed balls too. Um, now I'm at uh, uh, Pro V1X. Um, just I uh, was with a TP5 before, but uh, just zips a little bit more and yeah. a little higher launch. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I flip kind of between the Pro V1X and uh, Strixon XV. So those those are kind of the two that I play. And uh, yeah, I okay. it's hard to get away from the Pro V1X, man. It's uh, it's kind of a yeah. staple golf ball, right? But uh, yeah, Bryce, sure. uh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, just another really good question that we like to ask, um, like current players is kind of just like a day in the life of what you're doing from week to week. I mean, I know tournament weeks are different than, than off weeks, obviously, but, um, maybe just go through one of your tournament weeks and like, kind of like how you prepare for, for tournaments and what you're going through on that week. Yeah. Um, so like Mondays are usually either, um, travel day or Sunday, we can get there on the Sunday. Um, but Mondays are usually just a chill day then, um, it's kind of just not a whole lot. Um, maybe go look and see somewhere that's neat around the area. Um, and then Tuesday or yeah, or Monday program or whatever, but, um, Tuesdays, usually I usually play, um, first off in the morning, usually at least around seven o'clock, um, try to get in 18 holes nice and early and then work on the game. Um, 
for however long really it needs. I mean, some days it could be Dothar, other days, you know, I'm hitting it great and everything feels good and I'm comfortable. We'll, we'll spend only a couple hours. So, uh, yeah, Tuesday's kind of the work day. Like that's the grind day for me. And then Wednesday, I usually just wake up again, uh, get nine holes in usually, unless it's a really tricky golf course. I'll just play the nine that I feel like I need a little bit more, um, notes and, and, and whatever too. So, um, I'll play, you know, nice and early in the morning and then maybe pot, usually pot, um, and then kind of just go home, have lunch and, and just chill for the rest of the afternoon. And then, yeah, start the tournament. And, um, usually after each round, I, I, uh, I at least usually do something, um, no matter if it's, you know, I missed, you know, a couple pots, you know, 10 footers or whatever, I'll work on my potting or, I hit a bat off the tee or whatever. Usually, always pot though um, after each round. How do you uh, how do you get all this work in when the sun's down? Because you got all these late t- late tee times with all <laughs> That's these true. Yeah, the late tee times you can't really do anything about it. Um, I sometimes uh, I have some drills that I can do for potting um, inside the hotel room. Um, That's just like kind of stroke work. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I do every you know couple of days, even off season. So that's kind of all you can really do. Do you, uh, you find like when you kind of roll up to an event, uh, you know, whether it be Thursday or, you know, Thursday morning, do, are you pretty rigid? Like, do you have a certain thing that you like to roll a couple of pots, get over to the range and kind of like same thing each time? Or, or do you like to yeah. kind of work on what needs work? Yeah. I get there an hour and 10 minutes before every tea time. Um, so that gives me an hour, um, to, to do whatever I need. Um, so yeah, just every time I go to the range, you know, hit however many balls and start with 58. Then I hit 50 degree, eight iron or seven iron, um, five iron or four iron. And then, um, some three woods, then three woods off tees and then drivers. And then I usually just hit, um, a couple seven irons or whatever, a couple wedges and then go chip her a little bit. Um, maybe 15 minutes, not, not too long, maybe 10 minutes at chipping, the chipping green. And then, uh, yeah, just pot until, until tea time. I have a couple drills I always do before. Um, I have a ruler, um, uh, just to start the ball in line uh-huh. and just a couple other things with some keys and a chalk line. Um, and then, yeah, just leg pots and then, uh, yeah, just kind of go through my routine for the last five, 10 minutes and, and hit some pots and then, uh, I'm ready to go. Nice. Are, uh, are you superstitious at all? Like, do you have certain numbers you're hitting with certain clubs, like certain amount of balls or certain amount of time on them or not, not too no, much? No, uh-huh. not too much. I mean, I always get to the tea time, like the tea. I'm not a guy that gets there 10 minutes before I, I'm a guy that, you know, I'd like to get there like two minutes before the tea, uh, mm-hmm. tea time. Um, I don't really need any time there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the <laughs> only thing. I'm usually like the last guy to get there. It's usually, but yeah, no superstitions. Or there are some guys that are pretty nuts with that stuff. Isn't there? Yeah. There's some guys. I mean, I do have like a ball mark that I use every single tournament. Yeah, but, I like, just it's mean not kinda, like a lucky, you know. Yeah, it's I just Canadian flag. <laughs> I just kind of mean like pre-round routines. Kinda. Okay. I think some guys. Yeah. Both. I mean, I've watched YouTube videos and stuff on some of the pros, and some of the guys can get pretty crazy with with what they do. So yeah. I, just, I just find yeah. it interesting. It's not every time we get to a golf course, it's the exact same. But yeah, nothing. Nothing besides that. I mean, hmm. yeah, nothing. No different than putting the gear on. Like back in the day, I remember everything was always like left foot, left arm. Like, I don't know why. Like it was just like, it was, yeah. it was habitual, but then it becomes a process, right? We're all like creatures of habit. Sure. Um, if I can just yeah. ask you one question, 
Cal, and this is kind of going through my mind. Uh, again, if you're listening to this, has been like a great chat. We're in conversation with Callum Davidson, PGA Tour Player of the Year, uh, 2021 season, um, getting your first start uh, the Canadian uh, Canadian Open this year in uh, St. George's, which is amazing. So um, I'm just thinking about wedges. Like I, I've seen you like hit a couple wedge shots and stuff like that on your IG and whatnot. Now, do you? you would have to have quite a bit of hand action. I don't, I'm having a tough time kind of wrapping my mind around like how you're, how you're hitting wedge shots, but it's not uh, like, are you turning your hands over like a little bit more? Do you have a hard time like playing a higher lofted shot or, or, um, or am I just kind of making I, something up here? <laughs> Honestly, I'm the worst at like explaining how I do things. <laughs> That's why I'm a golf coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, send over a clip. I, <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. I just hit a shot. <laughs> okay. Got you, got you. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I naturally have like a lower ball flight. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, the thing with the crosshand for me is I've always kind of de-lofted the club into impact a little bit mm-hmm. and I, I produce a lower ball flight. So I, everything I do, like a Pro one X ball, you know, higher launch, um, kind of everything goes to a higher launch, but at least mm-hmm. technology these days you can get, you know, I have a lower ball flight. Well, I can get it to, you know, a medium flight yeah. just because technology. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but no, nothing that stands out that I do differently. Just, yeah, just, I just, do, just do it. You know? Like Bryce so. said, like, I, I'm kind of like fascinated with short game with putting and stuff like that. I try to work on my wedges a mm-hmm. lot. So I was just, I was kind of watching yeah, you hit like a low kind of pitch running shot. And I was thinking to myself, like how the release <laughs> would be. And it'd be, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, Maybe, yes. maybe, you know what, in the future, you got to send over your coach's name. We'll get him on the pod, <laughs> have a podcast explaining. The weirdest, the weirdest thing is like, I have a, I used to have a chipping green in the front of my house and that's probably partially why, but my chipping, like it's, I don't even really work on it. And it's probably my best part of my game. Like, yeah. It's just, it just, I have touch around the greens. It's just, I don't know. It just is well, what it is. But that has a lot to you when you said you're a field player. I mean, that's yeah. one of the most yeah. feel, feel part of the games, right? I mean, it's sure. kind of your chipping yeah. and, and pitching. So, I mean, yeah. you kind of explained it before how you're really good, <clears throat> really good field player. So it makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Well, Callum, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you uh, taking some time. I know you're, uh, I know you're playing, you know, kind of practicing, getting all your work done down there in Palm Springs. I appreciate you kind of making time to come on the podcast. Uh, this has been great. We tr- love featuring Canadian content, and uh, you know, it's just cool to kind of uh, have a chat and see. Uh, well, this is the best player at PGA Tour Canada, and see how you're kind of getting it done, right? So, I appreciate it, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. this. Has been a lot, of, yeah. a lot of fun. Thank you. All the best to you uh, in the waste management, the Monday qualifier. Bryce and I will definitely be uh, following along. I might, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I might try and find some link. There's got to be something where I can kind of watch. And uh, yeah, I yeah. Uh, we wish you all the best, man. Can, before we let you go, can we uh, can we share any of your socials if anybody wants to kind of track how you're doing this year? Um, I know you can go to pjtourcanada.com. You'll see Callum up on the top of the leaderboard most of the times. But if you can uh, share your Instagram handle, uh, any Twitter, anything that you use, that'd be great, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just Calum D4 um, is my Instagram. I don't have anything else. So, but, yeah. Yeah, we pretty much are on the Instagram too. It's uh, <laughs> the easiest platform, I think, right? So, and again, I feel like Twitter, you get out of hand and you say something you shouldn't. <laughs> for for <laughs> sure. For upside sure. down on you. For sure, man. For sure. Well, I really appreciate it. Anybody who's uh, maybe in the car listening to Apple, Spotify, podcasts, uh, you know, any of that kind of stuff, go over, rate, subscribe, check out Callum's. Uh, link i'm gonna put it below and uh if you're over on on the screws podcast hit subscribe all that good stuff and uh i'll link it there as well people can go check it out and um yeah 
all the best, man. Really looking forward yeah, to it. Big, and uh, thank you so much, guys, for having me on. Hopefully, we'll yeah, be able to. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to catch you when you're at uh, TPC, or if not, at the uh, Canadian Open. For sure. Yeah, you'll have to say hi. So, all right, uh, man. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. I'll come find you. Gang, gang, twirl, gang, 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 twirl.